Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. As always, thanks for tuning in. However you may be tuning in, Fox Sports 980, 95.9 FM, or our free iHeartRadio app. If you haven't done so yet, make sure you download the free iHeartRadio app. Stay in touch with this show, as well as many others throughout the week. Dan Patrick, Doug Gottlieb. Colin Cowherd, among others, also outkicked the coverage with Clay Travis. This is the Friday Night Tailgate on Fox Sports 980 95.9 FM, kicking off the weekend right. And the New York Knicks' second half schedule gets released. There's some good, there's some bad, and there's some ugly. We will break it down right now. So the Knicks that are currently in the thick of a playoff race heading towards the All-Star break are currently sitting just as close to the fifth seed as they are to the 13th spot, the Washington Wizards. So it's been a roller coaster ride for Knicks fans. It's been a roller coaster ride for the NBA. Teams like the Atlanta Hawks that made a lot of big free agent moves didn't really go anywhere. But the NBA did the Knicks no favors. You take a look at the how the schedule breaks down, and you're talking about coming off the All-Star break and playing some really good teams, some really good teams, to kick off the second half, they start a four-game road trip to the Milwaukee Bucks, Oklahoma City Thunder, Brooklyn Nets, and the Philadelphia Sixers over a six-day stretch right out of the All-Star break. And they're in the midst of a playoff push towards the second half. Mind you, And Knicks fans, I know I don't have to remind you out there. The Knicks have not made the playoffs since 2013, back when Mike Woodson was the head coach. Carmelo Anthony was your go-to scorer. And you had a trio of point guards with Pablo Prigioni, Raymond Felton, and none other than Jason Kidd. Now you're going into the All-Star break with a trio of guards you have Derek Rose, Emmanuel Quickly and then obviously Alfred Payton the tough part about this isn't the fact that the Knicks schedule got harder they also garnished a lot of more national televised games obviously the Lakers are going to lead the way in that situation they have 21 televised games, nationally televised games, uh, if you include the NBA TV games, the Knicks have five, which is a big jump from the one that they had in the first half. So they have five. The Knicks have been quietly, and it's tough to say that because we're in a New York market and I've been hyping them up, but quietly been having a surprisingly successful season. Now, I know there's still a couple of games under 500, but they are in a playoff push. They are being competitive, and they have a top five defense 
and one of the best opposing three-point defenses in the league. They are holding opponents to under 33% from three-point range, which is almost unheard of and probably unsustainable. But the Knicks have been playing lights out on the defensive side of the ball. It's the offensive side of the ball that has me worried. And then when you start a road trip with the Bucks, the Thunder, the Nets, and the Sixers, all who can score buckets in a hurry, obviously the Thunder, eh, but the Bucks, they've been known to put it on you. The Nets, we all know about the three-headed monster there, and Kevin Durant hasn't even been playing that much, and they've been playing outstanding. And then the 76ers, obviously you got Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, who's been playing like an all-star, and Tobias Harris that's finally finding his rhythm in Philadelphia, his old Clipper self coming to reinvent himself in Philadelphia finally. And then that might not even be the biggest issue with the Knicks playoff push. Towards the end of the season, when push comes to shove, when it's time time to get down, dirty, and gritty, they have nine games into a 15-day stretch in May. A six-game West Coast road trip that puts them against the Nuggets, the Suns, the Clippers, and the Lakers in consecutive contests. And then they go back back home to close out the season with the Hornets and the Celtics, two teams that will also probably be fighting for a playoff spot. So this is a tough schedule. But guess what? When you're the Knicks and you exceed expectation, this is what happens. Now now you've been put on notice. The league has put you on notice. You have more televised games. People are starting to notice that you're exciting to watch again for the first time since 2013. And yeah, in an NBA offensive league, you've been playing outstanding defense, and that's what's been keeping you in the games. Never mind that you have two rookies that, although one started off hot and the other not so much, two rookies that are finally hitting a rookie wall because you take a look at the collegiate game And these rookies are playing 25, 30 games on average. Now they've hit over the 30 mark range. And you see Emmanuel quickly. His minutes have slowly started coming back down. He just hasn't been efficient. He hasn't been that energetic Emmanuel quickly that we've come to know and love. The shot's not there. The floater game hasn't been working that well. The energy's been lacking, and he's hitting a rookie wall. The good thing about him and Obi Toppin is that they have veteran leadership on that court. Julius Randle, who has been selected to an All-Star game the first time since 2018 when Kristaps Porzingis was an All-Star, the Knicks have had an All-Star. Feels like a heck of a lot longer than that. But you have to take a look at these guys, and they don't want to hit the rookie wall. They're asking questions. They are putting in work. They are doing film sessions, whatever it takes. But at the end of the day, this is exactly what we expected. We expected a Knicks team to be competitive, maybe not as competitive as they were this year, but with Tom Thibodeau 
you knew they were going to compete on the defensive side of the ball. So we knew the Knicks were going to be competitive. And they were going to give teams their all. They were no longer a checkbox win. You don't look at the schedule at the beginning of the season and see, all right, Knicks, check, that's a win. No, they're going to be competitive. I didn't think they were going to be as competitive as they are in the middle of a playoff race. But that's where they stand going into the All-Star break. Now, obviously, once they get to the All-Star break, Julius Randle, enjoying a beautiful season matched by very few other players in NBA history through the first 35 games or so, putting up over 20 points, shooting very well from the field, and has really been taking a veteran leadership himself, being in film study with Obi Toppin every day that he can, putting up work in the weight room. But the Knicks need to take a step back. Understand that they're not there yet. But do they want to give up some assets for the now, for the future, to play in the now? Because you take a look at this franchise. A team that hasn't made the playoffs since 2013. Has only made the playoffs a handful of times Since the 1999 season, when they made the championship and ultimately lost to the San Antonio Spurs. This is a team that's got the New York Knicks fans on a stranglehold. Because we are on a string. And every time it seems like we're getting ready to walk away, we get yanked right back in. Well, we we are on the edge of the seat. We want a playoff spot. But we also want to build for the future. So is there moves out there at the trading deadline? The trading deadline, March 25th. So we're about a month away from the trading deadline, just under a month away. Is there moves out there that you can make that can help this team out without harming the future of this franchise? Without harming the bumps and bruises that you expect to come along with these young guys. We're not trading R.J. Barrett. We're not trading Julius Randle. We're not trading Obi Toppin. We're not trading Mitchell Robinson. And we're definitely not trading Emmanuel quickly. So if you're looking at any of those guys, those are on the safe zone right there. Now there's rumors out there of potentially going to get Andre Drummond. Because, as you know, Mitchell Robinson dealing with a broken hand, had surgery on it. He's expected to be reevaluated after the All-Star break. They've been playing quietly well in his absence. Right around 500 balls since he's been out. Which is the standard for the Knicks this year, hovering right around 500. But what does Andre Drummond add that you can't get from somewhere else. Yeah, he's a 2010 guy. But it's not an impactful 2010 guy. I'm not saying that he's not a good player. He's just not a good player for this Knicks team. Because you're already talking about a team that gives up 103 points, but averages 103 points. While Andre Drummond can be instant offense, 
down low on the block. That's not what this team needs. This team needs shooters. They need R.J. Barrett to continue to develop his three-point shot. They need Emmanuel quickly to overcome his rookie wall and continue to find his mid-to-long-range shot as as, as well as sticking with this floater game. That's exactly what this Knicks team needs is shooters. They don't need somebody clogging up the paint. Because they have Taj Gibson. They have Nerlens Noel. And guess what? Mitchell Robinson's going to come back too. So look for the Knicks to try to make a move without harming the future of this franchise. Mind you, they have two first-round picks coming up this season. And I know you don't want to talk about the offseason already. Heck, I don't want to. The way the Knicks are sitting where they could potentially make the playoffs, I want to make that push while not harming the future of this franchise. Because too often, you see this Knicks team build up and trade its pieces away. A la Carmelo Anthony trade. The Wilson Chandler, Danilo Gallinari, Raymond Felton gave up a lot of pieces for Carmelo. There isn't much out there that I would give up big-time pieces to go get. Maybe Bradley Beal. And they have C.J. McCollum on their radar. They have Zach Levine on their radar. Victor Olandipo on their radar. And apparently Andre Drummond, according to New York Post reports. But I don't see the sense in the Andre Drummond move. This is a team that lacks shooting. Don't add another man to clog up the paint and take away from what Julius Randle can do. You need a complementary piece to Julius Randle because he has a team option for the third year and then could potentially be signed there long-term if he continues to play in an all-star level. He is a piece to build around. Mitchell Robinson's a piece that could be to build around. R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, these are pieces. You're not going to sacrifice your pieces. You're going to find complementary pieces. And what you need is to find shooting. So somewhere at the trade deadline, they need to find complementary pieces without sacrificing too much. So let's go to the Twitter poll. On At WOFX980. At ZachFS980, Z-A-C-H-F-S-980. Go to those Twitter pages. Take the poll. I'll also share it on Facebook at Fox Sports 980. Should the Knicks give up future assets to acquire a player that can help make a playoff push this year? Take the poll right there on Twitter at WOFX980 at Zach FS980, Z-A-C-H FS980. Make sure you give those Twitter pages a follow. I'll follow you back. Or on Facebook at Fox Sports 980. Take the Twitter poll. Would you give up future assets to help this team make a playoff push now? Because I will. If we're talking about Kevin Knox and Frank Nielakina and a second rounder, sure, why not? It has to be the right deal. Unless you're going to get a guy like Bradley Beal, which doesn't, I don't think that's going to happen. Unless you're going to get a guy like C.J. McCollum, which is possible because the Blazers have been playing well without him. 
but it has to be the right move without doing too much damage to building this team the right way, but also remaining competitive this year. This is the Friday Night Tailgate on Fox Sports 980, 95.9 FM, as well as the free iHeartRadio app. Thank you for tuning in, however you may be tuning in. Phone lines aren't open today, but if you want to get in touch with the show on Twitter at WOFX980, at ZachFS980, also on Facebook at Fox Sports 980. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.